Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice in the faith of a Canaanite woman. Welcome to Voices of Substance, come join us, the table is open. Never too proud to rejoice him, the faith of the Canaanite woman. You're listening to Voices of Substance. Enjoy. Okay, so before we introduce the panel, we are, uh, I am going to start us off with prayer. Um, And we're going to start off with prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you for our lives on today, God. We thank you for our health and even our strength that you have provided us with, Father God. You are so gracious, God. You are so mighty, God. I just, we honor you on today, Father God. We give your name the praise, oh God. We give your name all the glory because you deserve it, God, and you are worthy of all of our praise, oh God. Father God, we are willing vessels, Father God, standing before you, Father God, waiting, Father God, and yearning, Father God, to hear your voice, Father God, and yearning to be used by you, Father God. For you say in your word, Lord Jesus, that we are your hands and we are your feet in the earth, Father God. And it's you that lives on the inside of us, oh God. It is you that stretches out in us, Father God. It is you that even uses us, Father God, because we allow you to be Lord of our lives, God. And we desire to be used by you, oh God. And Father God, we thank you for this moment of prayer, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the women, Father God. We even thank you in advance, Father God, for how you're going to use these women on today, Father God. We even thank you, Father God, for how you're going to use their mouth, their mouthpieces, Father God, and our mouthpieces, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for how you're even going to change, Father God, transition some things, Father God, around and turn some things around on our behalf, Father God. We thank yes, you, Father God, and we're expecting, Father God, for you to turn some things around for us, Father God, because you tell us to come with expectation, Father God, and we expect, yes. Father God, a new thing, Father God, because that is who you are, Father God. God to us, Father God. You are the new thing, Father God, and you always are fresh. You are always new, Father God, in everything that you do, Father God. And Father God, you amaze. (laughs) You are so amazing, oh God. You are so wondrous, oh God. You are so favorable, oh God. God, we just honor you on today, Father God. Words cannot express, Father God, but God is indescribable, Father God, but I just love on you. We just love on you today, Father God. And we just love dividing your word, Father God. We love talking about your word, Father God. We love your word, Father God, because you tell us to seek your face, oh God. Because you said, seek while we may, while, while you may be found, oh God. And Father God, I know why you ask us to do that, Father God, because you desire, Father God, not just um, a courtship, Father God, but a marriage between us, Father God, and you, Lord Jesus. And Father God, so we are married to you, oh God. And Father God, we give you time, Father God. We give you every moment of our day, Father God, whether it's our thoughts, whether it's our mouthpiece, whether it's a smile, whatever you ask us to do, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for instilling in us, Father God, and giving us the mind, Father God, to, to, to speak out, Father God, and giving us the mind, Father 
Father God, to be obedient to your will and to your way, Father God. Help us, Father God, to be obedient even when we don't see the end result, Father God, even when we don't know what's going to happen next, Father God. But we know with assurance, Father God, that you said that you will never leave us nor forsake us, Father God. And we know that you are with us. We, we know that you are the well that never runs dry. And we have all we need to, to, um, to, to go forth and do what you will call, what you have called for us to do, Father God, yes. which is for your purpose, Father God. And we thank you for the purpose that you have in each and woman, each woman's life on today, Father God. And every other day, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for the plan that you have for each of our lives, Father yes. God. We know, and I know that it's going to be amazing, Lord Jesus. And Father God, we thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So we are going to go ahead and get started. I want to go ahead and introduce the panel. Today, we have uh, my sister-in-law, Nikki, um, who was a part of the team, uh, Voice of the Substance. Uh, we also have our special guest uh, today. I am so excited. Uh, Pastor Stephanie Balaam. <laughs> so Pastor Stephanie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> um actually there's not a lot to tell. Um I want everybody to know that first of all, I love God. I do. I am amazed that He wants to use me as a vessel. So I'm a vessel for the Lord. I'm a, a wife, a mother, I'm Gigi, uh, I'm an aunt, I'm a cousin, uh, a son school teacher, janitor, psychiatrist. I mean, you know, it just goes on and on and on. So, but most of all, I'm a child of God yes. and I love Him. Yes, 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 yes. Great introduction. Um, and you're a woman of wisdom. I'm going to say that much about you. You're also an encourager. Um, I thank God for you because um, you send out messages. I get a message from you every... If I don't get a message from you, then I don't know. But I get a message from you every day. And it is an encouraging message. And I, I really thank God for you because I may not respond all the time. So please forgive me. I may not respond all the time. It's not like I don't see it because I see it, but I may be doing something and then I forget and then I go mm -hmm. back and I like it or love it. Or uh, sometimes mm -hmm. God will use me to, you know, say something and I'll respond, you know, to your message. But I really do. I want to tell you that I really, really, really do appreciate uh, the encouraging words that you send. And not only that, you send not only encouraging words that God used you to send, but you also send the word. You send the word to back up whatever you're stating. So I am I am grateful. I am grateful that God um, put you here on this platform and every other platform that he's going to send you on. I know it's going to be amazing. I know it's going to be amazing, Pastor, Pastor Stephanie. But um, I thank you. I thank you so much for that. Um, it came um, as a part of Sisters in Christ United and Sisters in Christ United is simply a group of sisters like us mm -hmm. who love the Lord. But everybody needs encouragement because we all generally I, I, I send out this message to women. Mm -hmm. 
and women who are mothers or women who are working or women who have children, mm-hmm. whether births or whatever, they find themselves busy and then sometimes they forget mm-hmm. that the Lord said some things to them when they weren't as busy. Yes. And then as they matriculate through whatever that process is, mm-hmm. they need reminding or they had a rough day at work, they need reminding that the Lord did say some things. Or um it just doesn't look like things are p- being put together. Mm-hmm. But they just need to be reminded that his word is true. Mm-hmm. In the light and in the dark. That's right. So I thank you for receiving it. Yes, yes. To God to God be the glory of how he's going to continue to use you and you're going to allow him to continue to use you because you are a willing vessel and I really thank God for you, Pastor Stephanie. Yes, ma'am. Um yes, ma'am. but this month, uh we have been studying Yoshebed and um I am grateful that we have um Pastor Stephanie that we are um interviewing today. So I'm just going to jump right in. So um, with Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 23, it talks about, um, it actually says, by faith, Moses, when he was born, he was hid three months uh, by his parents because they saw that he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Pastor Stephanie, were you ever faced with an unimaginable experience or incident and you knew that you had to keep the faith while going through? Can you share? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I believe we all have. Um, there have been so many. Uh, my daughter was diagnosed when she was younger with Gulf War Syndrome and that manifested in the form of epilepsy. So we would spend months at a time. I mean, like 30 days at a time at UNC mm-hmm. Chapel Hill. It was disenrolled from regular school, enrolled in hospital school, disenrolled from hospital school, enrolled in homebound school. And that was all while I had a major government contract. I was doing my work out of the nurse's station at the hospital. Yeah. So it, it was difficult, but When I got to the point where I was like, this contract means a lot to me, but she means much more to me. Mm -hmm. I did what I could. I did what I could at the nursing station. And when I got to a point where it was the contract was about to shift and they were about to renew it, I asked them not to. Not because I couldn't do the work, but because my talents and my attention needed to be in my first ministry, Mm -hmm. which is my home. Um, most recently, it seems like everywhere I look, it's been something. I had an accident. I was in a car accident, a really bad car accident in May of last year. As a result of it, I had surgery on my back February of this year. Um, as a result of that, they found the mass on my hand and had to remove it. And all of this is... I don't know if your listeners understand the full severity of what I'm saying, but when you have to have somebody get you out of bed, put you in bed, Mm. take you to the bathroom, Mm. clean you up, Mm. wash you, put your stuff on, Mm. then take you back to the bed, that's crazy. You know, I never thought that that would happen to me, but you take... I take 
I have taken my body for granted. Mm. Um, I thought I would always be able to bend over and tie my shoe. Yes. That's typical. Or to bend over and put my sock on. That's typical. Or to cross my legs. Can't do it with my right. Can do a little bit with my left. You know, um, I don't know if you can see it, but the incision is here on my hand. I can see it a right? little bit. Yes, yes, I can see it. But every my, my fingers are short. So when I hold the phone, it rests right there. When I'm driving, it rests right here. When I'm trying to feed my family and I'm stirring pots and spoons and stuff, it hits right here. Mm -hmm. So everything is aggravating the thing that was set to aggravate. However, through that, we should know that that's how the enemy is. He comes to aggravate the things that aggravate you, to keep you from pushing, to keep you from pressing, to keep you from doing those things that God sent you to do, that God told you to do. And as it as it related to um, the message, oh shoot, where are my questions? I want because it was like amazing. Whenever you was going through um, this, she went through some things. Mm -hmm. You know, she was she she did not. Um, forsake God or anything like that but what she did was she held fast mm. in a time when it didn't seem like um, it was popular mm -hmm. that it was safe um, that it was um, acceptable mm -hmm. for a woman to do what she was doing it was, it was one of those tumultuous times in her day that even being brave enough mm -hmm. to step outside of the norm mm -hmm. of doing something without a man covering her could have cost her her life over protecting and saving an infant male child that was supposed to have been gotten rid of a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You know, so we, we as women, mothers, daughters, when, uh, just women, whether you're a mom or not, women go through things yes. in their bodies, mm -hmm. in their minds, mm -hmm. in their spirits. Well, we got to push and we've got to remember to pull down that praise and to actually activate that thing that God has inside of us so that we don't operate in fear, but that we operate in his will and move forward. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Um so Romans 12 and 2, the amplified version that says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as the mature, as the mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on God, on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you prove for yourselves that the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Um, no doubt God put a plan in Yoshebed's heart and mind. You know how God gives us things uh, mm -hmm. to do. And, you know, God gives me, <laughs> he's been dealing with me like, like, like never before. Um, it's on a consistent basis, like every day, you know, things to do, even down to my very, clothing like to put on um and i was like i didn't think he really I, I mean he's a big god like why would he even show me that like i i was in my bed i'll never forget it was yesterday uh before i got ready to go to work um because i didn't go to bed like until like one in the morning on friday morning 
and I had to be up at six so I can get dressed. Well, needless to say, I stayed in the bed until 6.27 a.m. So I only had 33 minutes. That's the shower. I didn't pack my lunch or my breakfast. I did not because I like to pack that. I didn't um, um, get my clothes out to wear. So I knew I probably had to iron or throw something in the dryer. I didn't even know where nothing was. So I laid there in the bed. And as soon as the thought came to my mind, Pastor uh, Stephanie and Nikki, as soon as the thought came to my mind, I said, huh, what am I going to even wear? Lord, I don't want to be late. And as soon he just put it in my mind and he showed me because I said, I don't even know where my jeans are because I can't wear jeans with holes in them. And I have lots of holy jeans because I love holy jeans, but can't wear those to work. So I said, as soon as I had the thought about what to wear, then he put in my mind, like he showed me like while my eyes were closed, where these pair of pants was. And he showed me exactly what his shirt was so I can wear it. And I was like, I didn't think about it until I said, let me get up. I opened my eyes and I got up out of the bed and I went to where he showed me supernaturally. And I went to where it was and those were the pants. And I went to where he showed me where the shirt was and there was the shirt. And I said, yeah. well, God, I got the iron. You know, I thought about that. I was like, well, I got the iron, Lord. And he didn't say nothing else. I said, okay, let me plug up this ironing board. Let me put that there. Let me go out here and start. Let me crank up the car. Let me start preparing and making my breakfast and lunch. And then I said to myself something else. I can't even remember. I said, well, let me do such and such. And then God, God says, if you do that, you'll be 10 minutes late. And I said, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. So he didn't say nothing else. And then I just started preparing. Needless to say, I said all that to say, God desires to be a part of our everyday. And I was not, yes. I was at work five minutes before time. Now it take me longer to take a shower. I, I had to take a shower, iron clothes, get out my breakfast. And I put my, my, my breakfast in the air fryer. Um, I had to pack my lunch, pack my snacks. I did all of that, cranked up my car ironed my clothes and went and took a shower. I, I said, I didn't put lotion on. I said, I was going to do that when I get at work. But I said, I did. I said all that to say he desires to be a part of every, he, he, he is concerned about each and every one of us. And he yes. desires to be a part of your day. If we let him, if we include him, we got to include him in everything. So I said all that to say, no doubt that God gave Yoshebed a plan. He put it in her heart and her mind. I'm pretty sure that she had doubts along the way because we all have doubts. We're all faced with doubts, but we can't stay there. But she didn't allow those doubts to consume her. So she didn't allow those doubts to change her mind as to what God placed in her heart and mind. So Yoshebed exercised her faith. The Amplified Version of James 2 and 26 says, For just as the human body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works of obedience is also dead. Yoshebed courageously did what she had to do. Can you share your experience of exercising your faith and what you learned from that experience with exercising your faith? Um, there's so many, but a lot of it is just like you. It's like if you yield yourself to him and you do what the word says, consult him in all your ways to allow him to direct your path. Yes. He will tell you everything. Yes. It's like talking <laughs> to your friend, you know? You're like, yeah. man, I just, I don't know about this and I don't know about that. Yes. He'll be like, go this or that. Uh -huh. 
well, you know, I was thinking about doing, well, if you do that, then it's like I have a whole conversation with my friends, although I know I'm not, right? So all of my obstacles are not, and I'd be like, consulting God, even when it seems ridiculous. Yeah. Shoes, socks, um, and then there are times when I I heard and I didn't. Mm-hmm. I would be like, uh, I could hear. The, I heard the Lord tell me one time to bring my uh, insulated grocery bag mm-hmm. put in the car. I'm like, I ain't gonna need no insulated. Last week, I'm not gonna need an insulated grocery bag. I'm going on vacation. Why I got a pack of insulated grocery bag? <laughs> Here's my hand. My husband went to Walmart, got some ice cream, and said, wow, Stephanie, this ice cream going to melt because it's 100 degrees out here. We got to go from the grocery store straight back to the house. I felt stupid. <laughs> yeah. Because I heard the Lord tell me uh-huh. to pack the insulated grocery bag in the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do it. And there are times when... I don't. I don't listen. Yeah. I try to listen more times than not, uh-huh. but I'm just being transparent. There are times uh-huh. when I don't. And then when I get to that situation, uh-huh. when I get to that place, man, I should have brought such a such a such. Yes. I told, and then I, was, I told you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm gonna do it no more. So I'm in my humanness. Yes. I'm trying to get better. Yes. 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 Nikki, what you about to say something? I was just laughing because I know you know that's just how how it is, and it's so funny because um you know I talk to God a lot, mm-hmm. and at work we got this going joke that I be talking to Patricia, right? And then they don't realize that I'm constantly be like, God, when you always talking to yourself out loud, but I'm talking that <laughs> like I don't get full conversation, conversation. Because I'm just like, you know, this is what what's going on. I'm like, Lord, I don't understand such and such. Well, but why? You know, but that, you know, so I'm just talking <laughs> full blown conversation. And my um, my friend just figured it out yesterday. Like, not yesterday, but um, last week. I meant to say that I be in there having this conversation <laughs> with myself. She be thinking that it'd be other people in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I be having a conversation with God. <laughs> so I be speaking to. But, I mean, that's just, you know, how I work through stuff. And it's so funny that you talk about taking stuff to God instead of taking stuff to our friends. And my sister-in-law, Monica, she knows just about me. But I can remember just recently, um, some months back, I had a situation. And some of my um, sisters in Christ were like, well, you should have said something. But they don't understand that that's how I perform. I tend to take most of my stuff to God because I want him to help me figure out situations instead of taking it to my friends because sometimes you know not all the time mm-hmm. but sometimes our friends can give us that wrong advice and I need I need the correct advice to you know deal with what I'm going through and mm-hmm. I just feel like he he would never steer me wrong I know he would never steer me wrong exactly but I understand that you know we you do have people here on earth to encourage us I understand that too but I just like to deal with God because if I feel like if I'm dealing with God concerning any issue, no matter how big or how small, whenever he answers, I know it's God. Yes, absolutely. And, not man. That's right. and he's not going to tell it. 
That's right. Exactly. That's right. And see, God oh, is also, yeah. he directs, he gives us um, instruction as well. He gives us direction. Um, that's why he tells us to lean not to your own understanding. He wants us to consult him. He wants us mm-hmm. to put all of our trust in him, that right. he has our best interests at heart. So when we yeah. put all of our trust in him and we go to him and say, God, you know, I got this issue and da, 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 da. Now, this is how I've learned in my walk. I've learned to not necessarily go to man first. What I do is I consult God and then he'll tell me if I need to go to my husband, if I need to go, if I need to go to my sister-in-law, if I need to talk to pastor Stephanie, he'll tell me because Mm -hmm. God will never steer you wrong. Never steer you wrong. So that's what I love about God. Pastor Stephanie, was you about to say something else? I was just going to say, you're absolutely right. God won't steer you wrong. He has never failed. He won't tell you what to that's right. He won't leak your information. <laughs> That's right. Everything is confidential. Yes. You can tell him whatever. And yes. it's always going to stay close to the chest. Yes. That's what he keeps you. Yes. Yes. That is, you are absolutely correct, mm-hmm. Pastor Stephanie. And going to the next question. So we shouldn't focus on how things might not work out. Oh, gosh. This was my problem this was me all day when god gave me the question and i was like you know he said take don't don't worry about tomorrow in a sense i'm just um paraphrasing when god tells us not to worry about tomorrow but it says we should focus on god's sovereignty and refuse to worry about what our what ifs or our only ifs or our if only matthew 6 and 34 the amplified version says do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has it has enough trouble of its own worrying about tomorrow will steal your courage to follow god's plan today can you offer encouraging words on how we as christians should stay focused on what god wants for our lives again you know me susan nikki i think you're figuring it out and for the ladies that are going to watch let me just be transparent because that's what I know to do. Welcome to Voices of Substance. Come join us. The table is open. Never too proud to rejoice in the faith of a Canaanite woman. Thanks for listening to Voices of Substance. Stay tuned for the next episode.